Okay. Wow. Monday morning. Okay. Think I'm good? Hmm? Think I'm good, even post-podcast hangover. No, we're we're testing levels now? Yeah, we... we okay. How am I coming in? Is it as hot? Right? Yeah, you're coming in as hot as you look, bro. All right. <laughs> Monday morning compliments. Here we go. Hello. <laughs> All right, I can even start that, that off as mellow as I wanted to. Or even some... dry there. Yeah, yeah. Um... I wish I could say I did a better job <laughs> when uh, when I when we did the uh, intro for uh, for the Oscar episode. I, I had to be on my A game there, but nonetheless, we're getting uh, we're getting B level today. <laughs> <laughs> so with that being said, <laughs> welcome to the B level <laughs> Parental Advisory Movie Podcast, <laughs> where. Uh, Myself, Jeff Hall, and most always. <laughs> yeah, most always. Patrick Terry. <laughs> yes. And good morning, buddy. <laughs> happy uh, happy Oscar hangover day, as most, I like to refer to it. Hangover. Pop, Bro, hangover yeah. Oscar. <laughs> His name in an alcohol hangover is just, yeah. yeah a, little, a lot. Yeah. So what's new, man? Um, got something new to add back to my week. I started going back to the gym last week. I saw that. I was. I, I saw that. I was like, oh yeah, man. I'm so proud of him. So I went two days, Tuesday and Thursday. Even on the day that it snowed, like I got Look at off you. work. I was like, you know what? Let me go because I probably won't go anymore. <laughs> so, so I went. I, you know, just sticking with the bike just till I get used to it. Then I'll try to do some other things as I go. Um, but got it in. Came out. Roads still look good, so I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. So this week, we'll try it again, Tuesday, Thursday. I might add one more day. Well, see how I feel. Okay. Yeah. Well, good, buddy. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you. I'm glad you did that. Um, I, I know I need to because I'm, you know, even when, even with with uh, kicking all the stuff I kicked, mm-hmm. um, I've kind of, I don't want to say I've leveled out, but I mean, I've actually started gaining back because I've unfortunately picked up other habits that have, <laughs> that that are um, might as well just stick with what I had. Yeah, I've been doing bad. I mean, like fast food, it's like it's yeah, horrible. yeah. And, that's um, my work shirt's my uh, it's feeling a little tight. <laughs> gotta See, gotta stop. Well, for me, it's not even the work clothes because my work clothes are too big as yeah. is. Shocker. <laughs> um, but it's like everything else. I'm just kind of noticing small things here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm like, oh, I guess I got to get around to doing something. It's like, well. I can't do it. I've pretty much worked it out in my brain. I cannot do anything. I couldn't add anything, change anything until after the Academy Awards were completed. Right. Because we've had overtime for me to be able to sign up. I'm like, I can't do anything. I can't even look at this. <laughs> I've got too much other stuff going on. And, you know, it's you know, podcast related. So, I'm like, I, you know, I'll, I'll look at this after it's over. So, maybe this week I'll start looking at trying to. Yeah, Filling no. stuff, but I can't. You know, yeah, now, right now. now it's done. <laughs> it's, yep, it's done. May need to wait a day or two to recoup, and then. Uh, yeah. So, because it's, uh, I don't know about for you, but at least for me, um, I wasn't. I guess I was trying to be a completionist, as much as possible, mm-hmm. and the, <laughs> the, efforts I made were pretty uh, pretty in depth, and um, it took a lot of time. 
and so I, you know, time I would use for other stuff. I mean, I still spend time with my kids and my right. family, but I mean, other free time for me to do other things. I was like, no, I need to do, you know, I need to X, Y, and Z this. Yeah. So, you know, it kind of wore me out. Like I, I even told Ruth, I said, listen, I'm freaking exhausted. <laughs> Just like, I love all this. I'm stressed, you know, from trying to, from doing our, uh, trying to arrange and then, um, you know, prep for our, our uh, special episodes that we, well, we've re- recorded, um, obviously the Oscar one and then our Valentine's one that will drop on Wednesday yeah. that were recorded a week ago last Sunday. <laughs> Time travel's fun. <laughs> um, so it, it, so yeah, I was a little worn out, but I, and I woke up this morning, I'm like, it's Monday, we'll record, you know, we'll record. I can go see movies that I've been wanting to see now for like three weeks right. that are out. Like, I can finally go see Bad Boys and go see The Gentleman. I can go see, there's a couple more I can't even remember. Yeah. Birds of Prey, obviously, but it's, that might be when I had to wait for Ruth, which means I may be waiting a little bit. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, there's, you know, there's at least a good handful sure. that I've been wanting to get to. That now I could finally get to, right. <laughs> and and they're great. Just movies that I don't have to think. I guess is a good way to put it. Just go in and enjoy. And it just chill. Of, and just chill. Instead of trying to pick it apart and be like, huh, is this <laughs> why? Why is this nominated? Yeah. Okay, well that might be why. Okay, well I can see that. Yeah. So that's actually. I guess I kind of jump. Okay, I guess I kind of our little conversation kind of transcended over to what's new with me, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. Other than we had an Oscar, we had our little. Oscar soiree get together whatever, um, had a couple people over and had some food and uh, Ruth made some some fun uh, some fun food. You have to let me know how you like it. Okay. <laughs> so, oh, well. um, and then please take a cupcake because they left cupcakes here. They're small ones, so it won't mess up your workout. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm probably gonna try doing some fasting at some point, but that's oh, you gonna try that thing? That's that's new. Like a friend of mine was sending me videos on it. Yeah. So. I'm gonna take some time to really think about that because that that's a uh, <laughs> commitment. That's a yeah. good word for it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so I guess we ought to get into it, huh? So Oscars, um, what thoughts? I was kind of late watching them, but okay. just overall, like I think this is the first year I've really been paying attention to the award shows. Yeah. So it was the Oscars itself was actually quite surprising. Yeah. In a lot of ways. It's. Well, and as far as, like, results-wise, I think it's my favorite. Like, I think the Academy got it correct, I guess. There's, there wasn't any, they, I, there wasn't any I felt that they, well, okay, there's maybe one I felt that they, they gave to just because they always give it to, which was Toy Story 4. Yeah. It's the only one that was kind of, like, really, especially yeah. after I watched I Lost My Body yesterday. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal movie. Yeah. Should have won, like it, because it's different. The story's different. The animation's kind of, you know, isn't your typical animation. It's uh, done really well. The voice acting's good, even though it's it is subtitle because it's French. Right. Um, some English, not much, but it's it's a beautiful movie. So, anyways, that one I felt should have won, but I've and that was really about the. I wasn't even upset when I got the couple of the documentary ones incorrect because I was okay with it. Yeah, I was more. I guess I was a little surprised, but sorry. Uh, 
I think I missed I missed those cat I missed those that portion. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, let's let's run down real quick. <clears throat> so we'll kind of work our we'll go down and work our way up. So we had a uh, visual effects. Um, nineteen seventeen came away with it, which I think we kind of talked about yeah. when we were talking about um, when I was talking about them when I after seeing it. Sound mixing, they also won. Right. And then Ford versus Ferrari won sound editing, which you know they don't always go hand in hand because I think a lot of people kind of some misconceptions on that. Sometimes in some years they do, some years they don't. I mean, just um, yeah. I think it just. The, I guess the racing sounds and everything. Yeah, yeah, for that. And the various, yeah, it's a, yeah, no, it totally, you know, I'm cool with all of those. Um, best live action short film uh, went to the Neighbor's Window, okay. which is basically uh, the movie Rear Window, except nobody dies. <laughs> <laughs> and it's actually really good, and it's on, uh, it's on uh, YouTube. I definitely recommend watching Twenty Minutes Out of Your Day. Okay. It's yeah no I I'm cool with that one I kind of wanted the Nefta Football Club because it was more cute I guess is a good way to put it um it was just entertaining it was just fun um but no I'm perfectly cool with them with Neighbors Window Wind that's that's a good movie or good short I would have actually watched a full length I actually after watching that, I was like you know what I'd watch a full length of this one yeah um but yeah no it ain't great. Uh, Hair Love won for animated short. I don't think anybody's upset about that. Mm-mm. I've seen it three times now. I was over the moon excited that it won. Yeah. So, <clears throat> uh, production design. Once upon a time in Hollywood. <clears throat> I'm okay with it if they're gonna win anything. Definitely, because the style to or the what they had to go through to basically transform parts of Hollywood into 1970s Hollywood. True. So no, I'm, I'm perfect to make. I mean, to make it look almost spinning image. Yeah. So no, I'm cool with that. Cause that's, <clears throat> it's almost harder to imitate than it is just to, you know, of a specific place at a specific time versus just a, just any place at a time. You know, at a specific right. time. That makes sense. Yeah. So I'm okay with that. Um, original song went to Rocket Man. Um, I don't think anybody was really that surprised except Grayson because she really wanted Frozen 2 to win really anything. I so, <laughs> I was like, okay, well, well, I guess we'll see. I just kind of looked at her and I'm not going to win. <laughs> but she was excited because she got to watch all the different um, performers sing Into the Unknown in, ver- that. in various different languages. I liked how they did that. That, that was nice. That was really nice. And my daughter didn't really notice the difference, but she she was just happy to hear it. Um, original score, of course, went to Joker. Yeah. Um, Hilder, oh, man, I had it last night, and I can't do it now. Guna Detour? Guna Detour, I think. First woman ever to win best original score. All right. So, and that was the, uh, and that was, that was the award that, Brie Larson, Sigourney Weaver, and Gal Gadot uh, presented. So that that was awesome. That I, you know, after they talked about all women are heroes, and then a woman wins for original score. Yeah, perfect. I mean that that was a really good Oscar moment. I I really like that. 
sure they probably set it up that way, but eh, nah, still, it's still it was moment. yeah, it was a good moment. Not to be cynical, but yeah. <laughs> uh, best best hair and makeup went to Bombshell. I just didn't see any other anything else. That yeah, no, I think I agree. Um, maybe Judy could have, I guess, but other than that, I, I yeah, me either. So. Yeah. Um, international film uh, went to Parasite. I don't think anybody was surprised about that one. There, there for a second when they were reading out the nominations and the amount of cheers that Pain and Glory got, yeah. I said, "Oh damn, it might sneak in and win this." <laughs> right. I said, "You know, here I get all cushy about Parasite. I'm like, no, it might sneak because it is a good movie, but it's a good second place, that's for sure." Yeah. Excuse me. Drink some coffee. Uh, film editing: Ford versus Ferrari. After seeing that movie, I don't see anybody else winning. Like, I comparatively, no. Yeah. That's three quarters of that movie is the editing. That's what makes the movie intense. That's what makes the racing scenes. It's good film editing. Right. I mean, Parasite's good, but I mean, if you look at Parasite, Joker, Jojo Rabbit, The Irishman, I mean, maybe Jojo Rabbit for the comedic timing, you need good editing. Really, Ford versus Ferrari is going to be the one that's going to win that. So. Um, let's see. Documentary short went to ordering to skateboard in a war zone. If you're a girl, I'm okay with that winning. It's not my favorite in the absence. I think is I don't know. I felt differently about it, so I was really kind of thinking it would win because it's just so it's phenomenal. Like it held my interest the entire time. It is just yeah. Um, but I'm cool with I'm cool with that one winning because um. Documentary Future went to American Factory. I'm okay with that. I, I ended up watching The Cave yesterday because it dropped on Hulu. Mm-hmm. So I watched it yesterday morning as I'm doing dishes. <laughs> or was that set? Is it yesterday or Saturday um, as I'm doing dishes? And um, yeah, it was hard. Yeah. It was hard to watch. Just like uh, For Some, it was hard to watch. <laughs> so was The Cave. Um <clears throat> But it's, I mean, it was fantastic. But American Factory is good too. That's the only one I think I feel I got. I don't want to say Hollywood whitewashed. It's important. I just don't feel the significance of that film. At least from a social, from a social aspect. Yeah. Because nobody, I don't know, didn't deal with death. So, and how to change things. Yes. American factory workers in in this country, yes, they need to be recognized. They need to understand that even with the current government and everything with, yes, the economy is in an up upward swing, even though wages aren't going up. Right. right. <laughs> it's kind of, you can have a good economy, but if the wages aren't going up, you know, to match the cost of living, yeah. okay. then the, then it's not really, it's not benefiting the people it needs to benefit. True. So... But that's not to say that that movie's not important. I just felt that the other two movies were far more important. Um, but that's just me. But again, it's not that it's a bad documentary. It's just compared to what's on this list. Right. It, yeah. Um, let's see. Costume design uh, went to Little Women, period piece. I think everybody knows period pieces win. Yeah. Um, cinematography, of course, went to my boy Roger Deakins for 1917. Yeah. I I don't think anybody else even thought they were 
I mean, if if, if anything, any other name had been mentioned, that that, that would have been horrible. <laughs> Unless it was the White House, that that didn't. Even, like, it got uh, nominated. Yeah. That's the only one it got nominated for. But I would have been cool if the White House would have snuck in and won that one. Yeah. Otherwise, no. <laughs> it's got one. yeah. Um, animated feature went to Toy Story four, which. It's not even the best Toy Story. That was it's, Disney's ace in the hole since Frozen didn't get nominated. I guess. It's like, well, you don't take Frozen? Pixar, get them. <laughs> Pretty much. And it's literally the only Disney movie that got, you know. Uh, as far as this award show, I think Frozen yeah. was in the last three, right? Or the last, at least two of the last three nominated. Uh, um, yeah, I think so. But they didn't win. But they didn't win anything. I mean, The Lion King didn't win visual effects. Star Wars didn't win visual effects or sound editing. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, that's, and neither, yeah, and uh, Endgame yeah. didn't win visual effects either, so. Toy Story with the. <laughs> and, yeah, and then Frozen didn't, you know, didn't win original song either, so there you go. Um, but, yeah, I mean, whatever. Isn't that, <laughs> that's the only one I kind of have a gripe about. <laughs> it was like. I thought Klaus uh, got it. Just, yeah. I only watched the trailer. I was yeah. like, man, that's, I never, I didn't watch the trailer for the other ones, but. Yeah. Cause like the only one I've actually seen was Toy Story Four, so right. I'm like, mm, not I can't really judge because it's the only one I watched. Yeah, and you know, Missing Link's cute stop motion. Yeah, Grace and lost interest, so that kind of maybe it's for a little bit older audience. I don't know, but she she wasn't really as on board. Uh, supporting actress Laura Dern. Nobody's surprised about that one. Uh, actress went to Renee Zellweger. I was really surprised about that. Yeah. Supporting actor went to Brad Pitt. Not really surprised about that. No. <laughs> um, and then best actor went to Joaquin. Of course. Nobody was surprised about that. However, his speech was kind of weird. They're always weird. Yeah, but it was different because it's been different from all his others, and it just felt like at some point he was kind of not rambling. You just were like, I don't see where he's going with this. Right. And then I'm like, all right, bro. I mean, my... Um, I actually got a text from my mom saying, I think, uh, is Joaquin still playing the Joker? Oh, he's giving I said, no. <laughs> I told her, no, he's, uh, I said, no, he's auditioning to play Sean Penn in the biopic <laughs> as an activist. Um, but no, I mean, that's cool. He's now the second person to win an Academy Award for playing the role of the Joker. Yep. Heath Ledger won in... Uh, 2000, I guess technically the year was 2009 for his role in 2008's um, The Dark Knight. Um, obviously he... Was that supporting or best actor? That was supporting. Okay. Um, he won Best Supporting Actor posthumously. He's only the second actor to receive an Academy Award posthumously. Before that was Peter Finch from Network. Hmm. So um, there you go. There's your trivia for today. Right. Um, if you think about it, um, the only statistic I have, the only, well, I guess uh, trivia I haven't looked up yet, but I wanted to. Um, I need to see if Cesar Romero's won an Oscar for anything. If he had, if he has, that means every person that's portrayed the Joker has won an Oscar at some point in their career. Because right. Nicholson won, he's won several. Yeah. Um, Jared Weedle won for Dallas Buyers Club, supporting actor. Hmm. If we are still quitting Jared Weedle as a Joker, um, <laughs> trying trying not to. I don't know. Yeah, I mean we. And then, uh, and then, yeah, Heath and uh, Joaquin won for won their score playing Joker, so that's interesting. Um, 
So it's kind of funny because that means none of that means the Irishman did not win anything. For I mean, they didn't win any. They got nominated for quite a bit. They didn't win any awards. In a way, you know, the Joker was based <coughs> off of um, played off some of Martin Scorsese's older movie. So right. Made, I mean, oh, it oh it it, oh, it, was it was heavily. So in, heavy, a way, in a way, he damn near won. plagiarized. In damn near way, plagiarized. In a way, he kind of won because they used his movies to <laughs> make that. Exactly. So, but I'm just saying it's like because you know him. Because, you know, the older, old Hollywood's all bitching about superhero movies, yet yeah. best actor went to someone and then, I mean, a comic book movie. Yeah. So, just kind of throwing that one out there, Marty. Just yep. you know. Um, <laughs> so, original screenplay went to Parasite. I was excited about that. Um, yeah, I'm excited about that. And then Adapted went to Jojo Rabbit, which I wasn't 100% on when, when they were reading the numbers. It's like, yeah. I don't know. They might not, but I was, I got lucky because I picked it. So, um, I'm gonna have to watch that. Yeah, it's good. I mean, I'd, I'd watch it again. Um, best director went to Parasite again. Yeah. So hell yeah. Um, I got it wrong because I picked Sam Mendes, but I've never. I texted you like right away saying, "Man, I've never been so happy to be wrong right in, in my entire life." And then you know. To me, kind of a shocker, Parasite won for Best Picture. So, this gets into my other gripe. (laughs) No, it's not a gripe. I'm, again, even more excited to be wrong about that one. Yeah. So, it it is the first movie to ever win Best International Film and Best Picture in the same, obviously the same year. Yeah. Yeah. I love this. I love Parasite. I think we've all heard me brag about how much I my love for this movie and how it was my favorite movie of the year. However, I need to rewind to last year hmm. <laughs> to last year's Academy Awards where an amazing film called Roma was nominated for many awards, one best international or I guess foreign language. Then mm-hmm. it was nominated for best picture. I felt should have won both. But I'm like, well, no, they probably won't do that. They'll probably give one to this and then one to this one. And then Green Book sneaks in. I feel that Roma should have won Best Picture. If you're going to choose between Green Book or Roma, you've got to be shitting me. Right. <laughs> Green Book is an okay movie. It's a good airplane movie. Yeah. It. I know I'm... I, I already know I'm not the only one that would... Uh, that has said this, but it's Hollywood whitewashed to hell. It's not. It's only it's only minorly accurate. Right. It's definitely based. It is not. <laughs> the family, they were kind of. Oh, they were it. pissed. They were really upset. Yeah. Though. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Anyways, I'm happy Parasite won. I just wish Roma would have been the first one to do it yeah. last year because I think it. I think it's a. Now it would have been amazing for had they done that last year and then Parasite do it this year, that would have been two years in a row that a foreign language film was best picture. Yeah. Overall. But no, it Parasite de- deserved all the awards they got nominated for. They won four. Everybody else, I think, uh I think Once Upon a Time got two. 
Um, yeah, because they got Brad Pitt in production design. Um, Joker got two. Ford versus Ferrari got two. And um, 1917 got two. Or three. I want to say three. One, two. Yeah. So, and then Irishman was a big goose egg. So. Yeah. Oh, Marty. <laughs> yep. So that's, I mean, that's, for me, that's, uh, I really enjoyed it. I was happy with this year's results. I thought it was done really well. I thought them not having a host was fine again. Um, although, I, I, as weird and kind of quirky as the Maya Rudolph, Kristen Wiig, Kristen Wiig segment was. I, we, can't, say, oh, we can't do this. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was. And they're like, we're acting. I, I kind of, I was like, uh. They kind of went to, they ran the bit a bit too long, yeah. but it, it was still funny. I'm like, oh, I missed them. <laughs> so, uh, but no, it's, it's good stuff. So I would definitely, uh, yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy with this year's. And then the cat's bit. Bruh. <laughs> Swatting the microphone. When I saw that, I was like, well, at least they're aware. They're, they're fine. They're, yeah. They're good. <laughs> I'm still waiting on my, I was still waiting on the apology though. I was like, I saw them talking to uh, Seacrest during the red carpet. I'm like, ooh, maybe they're going to apologize because they're both together. Yeah. No, just, no apology. They're just, just, just <laughs> son of a bitch. I'm like, oh, then they popped out on stage in costume. I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> no apology. Still, I'm waiting. <laughs> it probably never happened. It probably won't. Damn it. And then I didn't watch the whole performance, but Eminem performed. Yeah, so. 17 years later, I'm not sure that, that was why. Of nowhere. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it seems like one in, in like three years you would want to do because it'd be 20 years. Right. I was like, okay. I was like, okay, so we're Eminem's doing this. Okay. That happened. Yeah, that happened, <laughs> and nobody recognized him in this house other than me. I'm like, it still looks like Eminem. He just got that dad bod going on. Yeah, got the beard. No more blonde. Just no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And got a little bit of a belly, you know. Yeah. You got that dad bob going. So. Good, he's healthy. Good for him. He's been looking a little sick lately, so it's good. He's, he's looking <laughs> looking he's sick eating. for 20 plus years. Yeah. He's all right. <laughs> True. So, all right. All right, White Rabbit. Um, <laughs> let's, uh, let's move on. And, oh, wait, I, never mind. I guess it's me. <laughs> looking at the outline, I'm like, oh, wait, never mind. This White Rabbit, I guess, is going first. <laughs> Oh, dear help us. Yeah, that's uh, that's how today's rolling. All right, so in preparation for the episode, I've seen a lot of movies, as we all know, <laughs> here in the past few, here in the past week or so. <coughs> I'm like, well, hell, I'm not going to have anything to talk about for the weekly episode for new movies. Right. Because I really don't, I mean, after Oscars, I really don't know what to talk about the mo- Oscar movies I saw. Yeah. I mean, I'll put my two cents in here in a minute for Ford versus Ferrari, but, um, but everything else is just, yeah. So I ended up watching, I ended up Netflixing because I'm like, I could do this while I'm at home and I don't have to try and find time to go do this when I'm already trying to find time to go see these Oscar movies. True. Um, so I watched something that I normally would not watch whatsoever, but I thought maybe some of the listener, some of our listeners um, especially our listeners that have kids and that are fans and people that maybe even are interested. I'm not one, but I wanted to, you know, I do like to challenge myself. I'm like, you know, you know watch this. 
So I watched Miss Americana, Cohen Taylor Swift, the documentary, the the Tay documentary. People that know me know me know that I'm not a Tay Tay fan. I'm uh, or T Swift or whatever nicknames you got. Um, I've always said that you know Taylor Swift's music is great as long as it's sung by somebody else. <laughs> but there's people that do like Ryan Adams did an entire album of of Taylor Swift or an entire cover album of Taylor Swift's 1989, and it's amazing. Absolutely wow. love it. There's a couple others that do great covers of her work. Yeah, I enjoy it. I just don't. I'm just, I'm just not. I mean, she's just not for me. But um, I did like this movie though. It gave me some insight, some kind of outlook um, as to what it's like growing up as a teenager, being thrust into the spotlight. Right. And she kind of talks about. I mean, it's full. I mean, it's a full access. It's not like a an author. It's like it's one on ones. Her talking into the camera. It's her in the studio. It's showing her from, you know, it's footage of her growing up, you know, from like age whatever when her album comes out. And then just various, follows her through different periods of her life um, from the time she, you know, she becomes a huge hit with her first album all the way up to kind of current. Yeah, current-ish, you know, up until yeah. they had to basically wrap it so they could edit and get it out. Um but it gives a really good insight and kind of, I don't want to say it makes me feel bad, but it, she, you know, just a lot of the negative press and all the negative stuff that came out about her. She, you know, she's, first she was like, well, she just talks about how she wants to, she does it so she can go out and appease all her fans. Like she's going out there to try and make them happy by doing all this stuff. And so, that's where she gets her sense of joy is by making others happy. And when others, you know, more left come after her, she, you know, reacts differently and it affects her. And then it covers the Kanye, you know, issue, you know, when Kanye got up on the stage at the MTV Music Awards, yeah. you know, about they were booing Kanye, but she didn't know that. She thought they were booing her and that really affected her. Yeah. Um, because, you know, she's so used to people cheering and that fact that they weren't cheering her anymore just kind of really took her aback. And, Even though they weren't moving. Right. Yeah. But, um, and obviously just her various different relationships and everything she's had. Um, but it goes, but it also shows like her songwriting process. And she's, she is, you know, credit where credit's due. She is a great songwriter. Like she writes her own stuff. Yeah. Like her albums are hers. I mean, they're. It's not. She's not bringing in people to write music for her, which is rare. Yeah, which is rare. And even some of my favorite artists have people that, you know, write songs for them. Yeah. They still write their own, but they also have some that aren't written by them, which is fine. Um, but no, it. It's a nice look. I really enjoyed it. Just watching it. Um, again, even though I'm not a huge fan of her music, but I think you can watch this. Adults can watch this. This is going to be more for if you're a fan, if you're teens, you know, if your teens are fans of Taylor, then 
they'll enjoy watching this too. Younger than teenage age, even if they are Taylor fans, they're not going to want to sit and watch a documentary. Right. <laughs> they would rather watch just videos of her performing. Yeah. So, um, but it is very interesting though, and it and um, there is a lot of footage of her working on her latest album that came out a little while ago, and the process of trying to trying to write a song, trying to figure out tracks, figure out how to do the music. And it's very interesting. And it also kind of gets into why she, she during the midterm elections, decided to go be openly po- political, which she was more or less trying, you know, had people trying to talk her out of doing that. Right. Because more or less they remember what happened with the Dixie Chicks, you know, back in the early 90s or mid-90s. And so they... They remember that, and so they, uh, they're they trying to kind of discourage her from it, but she basically told them, no, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. So, so kudos to her for, for standing, you know, for wanting to stand up what she believes in. So I will have a different outlook on her. Um, it definitely kind of changed my mind about her. Um, I probably still won't like her music much, but I'll at least I respect her a lot more right. as a person and what she's trying to do. Um, cause she's been through a lot in a short amount of time, you know, for being in this business that she's been able to basically, uh, stay positive more mm-hmm. for the most part and keep pushing along and writing more out, you know, making more albums. So I'm just surprised she's still writing her own stuff and there's nobody in the studio saying, no, we need to write these songs for you. That's, right. That's cool. Especially as a female artist cause right. it's a lot harder for for females than it is for males. Um, but then the second one, I we just, I, you know, I finished watching As You Were Walking in the Door. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Horse Girl with um, Allison Bree from uh, Community or from Glow. Uh, Horse Girl is also on Netflix. Um, it's weird, bro. <laughs> I could tell. When I walked in, I heard the music. I'm like, are you trying to meditate? <laughs> yeah. Screen like. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> yeah, and I was in the same boat. It's a very weird movie. It's definitely more kind of sci-fi-ish. Um, so Allison Brie plays a sales clerk at a factor at a uh, fabric shop, mm-hmm. and she's uh, had love of horses since she was a kid. One of her best friends had a horse had an accident riding a horse, and I think. Looks like she had a stroke because she was holding one arm, having a hard time walking. Um, I'm not sure. She just could be paralyzed to one side. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, they didn't really get into it much. She has a roommate played by Debbie Ryan. Um, younger people may know her as Jessie from the Disney show. Jessie. Um, she's a little unrecognizable because she's older now and doesn't have red hair. Um, but she plays her roommate that has no idea why her roommate's so strange (laughs) and things are happening and yeah, Molly Shannon's in it playing her coworker at the fabric store. So basically what happens is she sleepwalks. She, uh, doesn't know where she's at some of the time. Um, she'll go to sleep and then when she wakes up, she's somewhere else. She doesn't know how she got there, and then she thinks she may have time traveled. Um, there's one scene where she thinks she's she answers a phone and she hears 
Molly Shannon's voice on the phone, even though she's sitting next to Molly Shannon. And what she's hearing is is Molly Shannon saying what she's about saying over the phone, what she's about to say a few seconds later, mm. while she's sitting next to her, and it just goes bounces back and forth a couple of times. It's a weird movie. So if you like the so Netflix has a show called uh, I think it's Manic Manic or Maniac, can't remember which, with uh, Jonah Hill and. Was it Allison Brie also? I can't remember. But I remember Jonah Hill's in it. And it's a... Uh, no, Emma Stone. Jonah Hill and Emma Stone. <coughs> it's really weird, kind of like that show's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Um, you really don't know what is going on until the end of the movie. And then you're like, oh. Because you have a lot of questions as to... like Just like they do in the movie. Kind of find out as as they do in the movie. Right. It is interesting. It's weird, and kind of quirky. Um, it's not. It won't be for everybody. Uh, it's definitely rated R because there's nudity in it, so you're gonna not want to watch that around with your kids. Right. Um, but it's interesting, though. It's an interesting idea. Uh, the Duplass brothers produced it, and Jay Duplass is in it. So, I mean, if you got nothing else to do and you just want something on, yeah, it's a good movie. But yeah. And then real quick, uh, my two cents on on uh, Ford versus Ferrari. Um, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. I would even take York to go see it yeah. if he wanted to because it is good. Or at least rent it now, I guess. But it is, it's really good. It's a lot of fun. There's not a whole lot of cursing that I noticed, if any. Um, it's just a good, fun race movie. Performances were good. Christian Bale was good. Matt Damon, you know. He didn't Matt Damon it up too much, but he, he was still really good. Yeah. And John Berthold, you know, my buddy from the airplane, yeah. <laughs> who I sent a screenshot of and sent it to, sent it to Ruth. She goes, oh, yeah, he looks like the kind of guy that would be sitting in the emergency aisle. After she goes, who's this? I'm like, oh, my God. Also, two funniest things from the Oscars. Ruth, trying to, Ruth thinking that Josh Gad and Jonah Hill, or that Josh Gad was Jonah Hill. Yep. And what was the other one? Oh, uh, the discussion of whether or not Keanu was with his girlfriend or his mom. Because Keanu's girlfriend's older. Right. I noticed one moment. Or looks older. She has gray hair, but she's 47, so she's not that old. Right. There was, there was one moment where they showed Keanu, then they cut to Adam Driver. I was like, did they do that on purpose? Yeah, as a joke. <laughs> as a little wink. Yeah. <laughs> This is Keanu. This is somebody trying to draw Keanu from memory. <laughs> great, great value, Keanu. <laughs> Name brand, great, great value. Yes. So, um, but yeah, no, uh, I really enjoyed Ford versus Ferrari. I think, uh, you know, like I said, I'd take my son to go see it. So he's nine. Um, if you have some, if you have a kid that's old, you know, around that age, that's that likes cars or is into cars, this would be a good movie. Yeah. It's it's. Yeah, I would almost say it's like, you know, it's a good family movie. I, you know. If you're a car person. Yeah, yeah. especially. Yeah. I mean, you've already seen it then. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but um, even if you're not, it's still entertaining yeah. and a lot of fun. So, yeah. Ford versus Ferrari. I'm done. You're, right, you're on deck, bro. In. Tagging in. Um, I watched two movies this week, The Gentleman and Birds of Prey. Um, I'll talk about The Gentleman first. Uh, that was released on the 24th. 
Okay. It's 130, 113 minutes. Directed by Guy Ritchie. Had a budget of $22 million. Now, this is the process of the box office return. The first week, it was 36.9. Last week, it came up to 48.4. Okay. And now it's sitting at 60.4 as far as box office return. Okay. So, doing pretty well. Uh, we have uh, stars Matthew McConaughey as Mickey Pearson. You have Charlie Hunnam as Raymond. Uh, Henry Golding as Dry Eye. Okay, yeah, from uh, Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah. Um, Michelle Dockery as um, uh, Rosalind Pearson. Okay. Jeremy Strong as Matthew... I can't even read my writing. <laughs> Matthew Berger. Uh, Eddie Marson as Big Dave. Colin Farrell as Coach. And Hugh Grant as Fletcher. Okay. It's a pretty, pretty decent cast. Yeah. So here it's um, following an American... An American marijuana kingpin okay. who lives in England. Okay. <laughs> and is trying to sell his company. So um, word gets out that he's trying to sell his company, and it sets off a chain of events where people are trying to undermine him, basically. Um, <clears throat> and the attempt to undermine him. Um, there is a lot going on in this movie, but it all comes together in a nice bow at the end. Okay. So it's kind of like typical... Guy Ritchie movie. Yeah, old school Guy Ritchie. Oh, yeah, he's back in, his, back in his... Wheelhouse? Yes. And like you had mentioned, I think last week, about that he directed Aladdin. Like, I don't yeah. like, kind of missed... I wasn't aware of that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he's back home. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I gotta... He made Aladdin so he could make the gentleman. <laughs> pretty much. That's basically got the blueprint. Like, Disney's like, this is what you're going to do here. And then whatever, you know, you can do what you do after that. <laughs> Um, it's action comedy. Uh, the movie was first announced in May of 2018 at the Cannes Film Festival. Um, <clears throat> oh, one thing I forgot to mention, he already has a buyer for his company, so he's, he's, he already knows who's selling it to and everything. Oh, okay. But um, once the word gets out, that's when shenanigans ensue. ensue. <clears throat> um, once again, it's reminiscent of Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels and Snatch. Uh, originally, uh, Kate Beckinsale was cast in this movie okay. that Michelle Dockery's in. Gotcha. The role. Uh, but I think Kate had to drop out for... Another uh, Underworld movie? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, Go ahead. A little trivia. Uh, other other working titles for this was Tough Guys, T-O-F-F Guys, okay. and Bush, which kind of makes sense marijuana. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, there, are, there are a couple of twists in this movie where you think... Something's happened, and something else happened, and something else happens. So it definitely keeps things interesting. Gotcha. Uh, it's very well paced. Um, let's see. I will say the gentleman is misleading in the sense of, outside of how they dress and conduct business, once it comes down to it, they're not gentlemen at all. They well, no. So I'm, I don't mean like it's a bad thing. But yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. It, it just like... You think they're going to be upstanding people, and it's like, no. No, man, they're crooks. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. And also, the trailer does a great job of hiding the details, so you really don't know what's going on in the movie at all. Okay. So, um, it's still, like, okay, Hugh Grant's character, he's um, a journalist. Mm-hmm. And so basically, his, his motive, he's trying to pretty much blackmail because he has information that could really ruin him, ruin uh, Matthew McConaughey's gotcha. character. And so his whole thing is you pay me X amount of money 
this goes away, it's nothing. Yeah. And the movie's basically told from his perspective of him telling what's happened. And, um, but it, it's just, I don't want to say, I don't want to tell too much. Yeah. But, um, it, it was just entertaining. Like, I was sitting there watching, like, trying to watch all the details, and as things started coming together, it's just like, wow. I was just, like, like at the end of it, I was just happy with everything I saw. Okay. It was very enjoyable. Um, definitely Guy Ritchie back in his system of doing his thing. And cool. And I really enjoyed that. Birds of Prey. The Bop. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the long title. The yeah. Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. <coughs> um, <clears throat> let's see. This movie had a world premiere in Mexico City on January 25th of this year. But it had an official release of February 7th, 109 minutes, directed by Kathy Yan. Uh, previous movie was Dead Page. I'm not familiar with that movie. Okay, neither. Um, the budget was 84.5, and last I checked, it was had a box office of 81.3. Boom. So, kind of getting there. Uh, you have Margot Robbie, <clears throat> Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Journey Smollett Bell, Rosie Perez, Chris Messina, Ella J. Basco, Ali Wong, and Ewan McGregor. Uh, this is an action comedy superhero film that follows up. That's a follow-up and a spinoff of Suicide Squad. I think it kind of... Yeah. It's, 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 it's more a spinoff than follow-up. Yeah. Uh, Harley Quinn and the Joker have broken up. And any and everyone that she's ever done wrong or played jokes on or just... Yeah. Just... They're now like, oh, we're going to come after you now because you no longer have protection. Yeah. So we can, we can do whatever. Um, she eventually finds herself captured by Roman Sianus, uh played by McGregor, a.k.a. Black Mask. Um, let's just say he's had something taken from him, and she strikes a deal with him to get it back for him to keep her, him from killing her. Gotcha. And um, <clears throat> let's see. Yeah, so in exchange for sparing her life. Uh, for the movie itself... The tone kind of shifts throughout. And I guess it kind of just to show how Harley's little cuckoo. Yeah. Um, very reminiscent of Deadpool. It's kind of like Deadpool light. Okay. I say it like that. Uh, a lot of the movies narrated by by Harley. Gotcha. There's even a couple of moments where she's talking and she says, "Oh, wait, let me take you back to make this make sense." So you gotcha. got a lot of a lot yeah. of time traveling. You're right. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so to me, I felt like. It did things right in this movie where Suicide Squad got wrong. Because it has some of the same feel. Like, when they introduce characters, they use a little title. Right. You know. Um, very colorful. As you see in the trailer when she um, has the vehicle going to the, the factory and it blows yeah. up. And it's just all colorful. Um, let's see. <clears throat> I just think overall it's a, it's a fun movie. Yeah. It's not perfect, but... The main thing that I wanted this movie to do was to be better than Suicide Squad, Justice League. Be better than all these supposed big movies. So it's kind of like how Shazam's pretty good. It's better than Aquaman. So it's kind of like the Lorian, but it was it was it was it was fun. Gotcha. <laughs> Just going with the open mind. Charlie Quinn. She's not right in her head, so she's a little little sporadic. Right. But, Frantic. Yeah. To say the least. Yeah. And then, you know, it's an R-rated movie, which I think this is the first for DC films. Like, the, the, the there was a different production company from DC that did right. Joker. But as far as their DCEU, it's the first yeah. DCEU rated R movie. 
Gotcha. So, mostly for, I guess, the language and the violence. And, of course, they do show drugs. <laughs> so, right. reference drugs in it. Um, but it was just, it was a fun time. It's a short movie, so it's not really wasting a lot of your time. And Right. Yeah. So, they kept it tight. And when your budget's only $84 million for a superhero movie? Yeah. Or anti-hero movie, I guess, in this case? Um, He's a bad guy. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, for a movie like that, that's in that sweet spot, and that's what Shazam did right, too, was yeah. didn't go, you know, ridiculous with the budget and just kept it kept it small, and they were able to do more with it. Mm-hmm. So, kudos to them, then. Oh, yeah. um, it's on my list, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a fun time. I mean, yeah. it, I don't, it, it won't be nominated for any awards, but it's definitely it's it, decent. Yeah, it's, yeah, okay. It's fine. <laughs> it is fine. Okay. Fun times. Yeah. All right, man. Cool. Then that leaves us with uh, trailers. Um, we've got... You were telling me about Spiral? Yes. Okay. Uh, what do you know about it? Well, the, there's a subtitle. It's Spiral from the Book of Saul. Okay. So apparently it's in the Saul universe. Okay. You got uh, Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson. And some, from the trailer, it kind of reminded me of... Uh, 21 Bridges, just how the trailer looked. Um, apparently, Chris Rock is a detective. <clears throat> and there's a... Ooh, bless you. There's a killer going around killing cops, and basically, the I think the premise of the movie is that they're just trying to figure out why someone's going around targeting cops and killing them. Um, and again, it, it kind of shows reference uh, to Saul, because Chris Rock, by the end of the trailer, he's holding a, one of those hand saws. Like he's being forced with a decision to either cut himself out of something or chop off an appendage. But it does look like it'd be an interesting movie. I kind of have an idea how the movie may go just based on how the trailer was. And, you know, Chris Rock is primarily in the trailer and Samuel Jackson's not really in it. So right. I think it may be this, 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 because uh, they mentioned the officer being down in the trailer. And they show Samuel Jackson, I'm like, he may be the officer down. <laughs> and they're trying <laughs> to figure out what happened to him. Yeah. Or it could be like Saw, it's a twist. It's some kind of, this is happening, and what we see is the events leading up to this moment. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, the sequel to, or the spinoff, no pun intended, I guess, on this one, to The Big Lebowski, The Jesus Rolls, I guess, finally is coming out. Um, so that should be interesting. Yeah. Uh, we'll see how it, how it, uh, Stands up, I guess, to uh, to Lebowski. And then uh, there's one I saw that's uh, coming out on Prime, on Amazon Prime, uh, called The Vast of Mid- the, the Vast of Night, where it's a uh, it's a radio DJ and another person that are in the studio in New Mexico that come across a frequency that they should not be able to basically receive anything and they're receiving sounds so possibly aliens i don't know because it's in new mexico so probably roswell but (laughs) um so it should be interesting it looks sounds fascinating so that's what i've got as far as trailers not much um since last week it's a couple of movies coming out this week yep we got got sonic the hedgehog which i'll probably see that thursday because my daughter hasn't Said that she was interested in seeing it. 
Okay. So that'll probably be a solo. Uh, we got Fantasy Island. Yep. Bloomberg Production. So we'll see how that turns out. Blumhouse. Blumhouse. Yeah. You said Bloomberg. Oh, I said Bloomberg. Oh, yeah. It's Monday. <laughs> For, uh, what Bloomberg you got going on in your presidential campaign? Uh, oh, <laughs> I'm no. putting down the Fantasy <laughs> Island movie. <laughs> uh, Fantasy Island. <laughs> Which looks interesting. It would be in a political race, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Photograph, which is a romantic, romantic movie. Yeah. Starring Keith Stanfield and Issa Rae. Yeah. That We're looks secure. pretty interesting. Uh, Downhill with uh, <laughs> Will Ferrell. And Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Her, too. That trailer is hilarious. Um, a movie I haven't seen a trailer for yet. First Lady. I don't know. That one. And I think that's all that. I've got uh, at least on the, my list here from on my calendar. I'm showing Buffaloed, Ordinary Love, and the foreign language film Portrait of a Lady on Fire that got a lot of critical acclaim, um, especially around the festivals and even a couple of the. I think it got nominated for. At one of the award shows, um, I want to say Baptist, but I could be wrong. Um, but it's supposed to be really good. Uh, I'm not sure if that's going to go wide or what, but it's on my calendar, so possibly. Um, yeah, Valentine's Day, so yeah, should be couple, fun. Couple and romance, a couple of romantic comedies. Yeah. Uh, so Grayson has her second dance competition here in here in Nashville uh, this weekend coming up. So. I don't think we'll be going to go see Sonic. I mean, I think York wants to go see it, so it'll probably be the next weekend when he's with us. We'll probably go. Um, and if he doesn't, then I'm sure Grayson will want to go, and yeah. I'll take her. Uh, and if neither one of them want to go, then it's all you, man, because <laughs> I'm not going to actively go see it. <laughs> so, nope, I'm good. Play the video game instead. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, I don't want to forget. We have our Oscar winner. Uh, first of all, you and I tied with 16 out of 24. So go us. Um, one of these years, I'm going to get. I want to get at least 20 out of 24. I want to get it down to at least that. Um, fingers crossed one day. But it's definitely better than I did last year or the year before. Um, so I'm cool with that. Just shows I wish I'm getting better, um, trying to understand the mind of the voters. As easily, you know, as difficult as that is. But um, and then, my wife Ruth got 15 out of 24, so she got one less just by purely guessing. Right. So when people go, well, I don't want to do this because I don't I haven't seen these movies. Well, neither had my wife. She. I think it's seen one, maybe two. Like a lot of them, I just watched the trailer just to get a feel from the trailer. There you go. You know. Yep, and there you go, and you get into winning. So she doesn't count either because the three of us don't count because you know, yeah, we're we're the ones doing giving it away. Um, so and she can make her own. Yeah. <laughs> she really <laughs> wanted one. Um, but out of the eight or not eight or nine, I think that I ended up. Well, as Ruth put it, graded, <laughs> tallied up, and see who won, who had the most. Um, our winner is Miss Cheryl Bonner. So congratulations! She actually beat me last year. Dang. Uh, it was me, her, and a, two other, two or three other people, and she beat me by 
two last year. So it's kind of nice that I beat her by three this year. <laughs> um, but did I participate last year? I don't think so. No. Um, first year. Yeah. And so, uh, so she's our returning, I would say returning champion, but um, for our first annual podcast Oscar ballot uh, contest, she's the winner. So I'll be sure to get her, her mug and her, her this year's ribbon and that says winner on it. So yeah. we'll get that to her. So congratulations, Cheryl, on your victory of 13 out of, out of 24. So mm-hmm. good job on that. Um, upcoming, we got uh, – so Wednesday we are going to drop our Valentine's episode where, where we uh, – where Patrick actually finally made it to an interview. Not made it. You were available, I guess, because, you know, the whole working thing. Yeah, and immediately um, after that I wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> and then the one after that, son of a bitch. But you've always made it to one now, yeah. so, you know, progress. <laughs> um, we spoke with comedian Laura House who – wrote a chapter in the Comedy Film Nerds Guide to Movie on romantic comedies. Uh, we more or less went over our list, and she gave me shit about a couple of my picks, which is oh. fine. And I actually ordered the book, so I have my own copy of uh, Oh, you did? Yes. I didn't know that. That's awesome. I, just recently. It's supposed to come this week, but it came early. It came, got it Friday. Okay. So. Who signed it? No, I just ordered it online. Oh, okay, because usually they have them signed. Yeah. Oh. All right. Well, now you had to go try and get caught up on signatures. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. No. I want to read the other section. Yeah, man. It's... Yeah. So, give me cool. a little, little insight on you know, what we're doing. So. Yeah. I didn't even. Know, I didn't even know you did that. That that kind of warms my heart a little bit, buddy. Um. But yeah, so we spoke to her about romantic comedies and some romance movies, and um, some stuff. So, yeah. So give it a listen. They'll be out Wednesday. So have that one dropped Wednesday, then we'll back be back next Monday, yeah, um, with our normal cheeky shenanigans. So, till then, everybody have a good rest of your week. I hope everyone enjoyed watching the Oscars if you watched it or followed along because you're at work. <laughs> and I hope everybody had fun. I can't wait again to do it again next year. As stressful as it was, I can't wait to do it again next year. Yeah, I guess the Oscar push the movies will be more. Later in the year when I start dropping those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Rocketman came out in the summer, just saying. Yeah. So, you never know. True. So, all right, man. Um, I guess that's it. Um, oh, I want to end it. As uh, director Bon Joon-ho said, <laughs> what is, it was like, I am going to drink until tomorrow. Yes, drink until the next morning. Yes, until the <laughs> next morning. So, until the next morning, <laughs> drink, have up. A, drink up and have a good one. Yes.